We don't need no education. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd go see a movie in our local Regal Cinema Theater, and then we talk about it and what we thought, how we rate it, you listen to it, and then you decide if you should see that movie. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome to another exciting episode. We are back in theaters and back in the Xterra after the theater uh, performance. Hoo-ah! Doing our original thing. And uh, we're actually coming up on a year of doing this podcast. Sometime in October. I think. That's right. I think October 12th may have been our first, our first episode. Just wow. So I guess we're about... Uh, we're, we're less than a month to go before that, so we'll have an exciting celebration of doing a podcast during that time. Um, so, t- so your intro was that just? Uh, uh, that was because in the trailers they used that song for this, uh, a, a, like a remixed version. Of it. Yeah, there gotcha. was not that much tie-in, but I did discover something about myself during this movie specifically. Yes. That you know how like when um, a professional athlete will you know play their season and then they p- t- typically take months off or whatever and and then when they come back to start training they're like man I'm not in basketball shape or I'm not in football shape I'm not in movie shape right now oh interesting my bladder is not what it used to be when oh, it comes no. to movies both movies we've seen in theaters I've had some serious pee pains of trying to hold in my pee. Mm, mm-hmm. So I got to train myself back up. I got to get my bladder back and fight in shape. Well, you made it through this movie without yes. without leaving. That's good. Yeah. So, um, well, we've teased this out long enough. The movie we saw tonight was The New Mutants. So uh, this movie has a, a few people, a few notables in it. Maisie Williams from uh, Game of Thrones is in it. Yep. And Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things with just a ridiculous Kentucky Southern accent <laughs> yes. that he does not pull off at all. <laughs> um, anyone else of note that you recognize? Um, I don't know her name, but the one of the people in this movie, the doctor lady... Okay. I believe she is in this show called Queen of the South that used to be on USA, but I don't even know if it's still going. Gotcha. And that's it. The other people in this... Oh, oh, and the, the dad in the beginning of the movie is a pretty famous actor who I can't think of right now. I can't think of another thing he's been in, but right. he is pretty famous. So Okay. Well, we'll take your word for it on that. I don't remember him either or from anything. Um, the last movie I saw him in was, I think, Suicide Squad, where he is literally in the movie for about 15 minutes before he gets killed. Gotcha. Yeah, so. Um, and, and also Marilyn Manson's voice is in this movie. Really? Did you catch that in the credits? No, I wasn't paying attention. I was concentrating on not peeing myself. Yes. Well, uh, so, so there's some, some villains that pop up that have, like, huge smiley faces they're like monsters more than villains Mm. but apparently marilyn manson plays the voice of those uh, creatures interesting so 
So what's this movie all about? Well, uh, technically, I guess this is an X-Men movie. X-Men movie, but not really. No. It takes place in the X-Men universe, but there are no X-Men in it. X-Men are uh, referenced once or twice, yes. and that's about it. So what is this movie about? Well, it's about uh, young young people with with powers who are in a somewhat of a training facility. So you say that sounds like X-Men, right? Yeah, there's some similarities there for sure. Um, but basically, uh, you know, the story opens... The main character is uh, Danny Moon something. Yeah, Moonbird? Moon... Moonflower? Something. Moon, something Moon. Anyway, she's the main character for sure. Uh, and she is a mutant with powers um, played by Blue Hunt. Mm. I don't know what Blue Hunt has ever been in before, but that's her name. And uh, so, so we sort of follow her and she gets... She, Something bad happens and, and she wakes up and she's in this hospital slash school setting. More of a hospital setting than a school, really like a mental health facility, what you'd, you'd think about maybe. And there's the doctor there and the doctor uh, basically says, you know, we're here to help you and, and all that. And then there's other uh, characters there. There's um, uh, Maisie Williams plays a, like a, a werewolf character. Almost, and then there's a guy who lights on fire, and then there's another guy whose power is something like a cannonball. Would you like me to tell you their uh, X Men names? Yes. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, Danny Moonbird or whatever, I have no idea. Okay. But uh, the cannonball guy's name is Cannonball. Okay. Uh, I believe the fire guy's name is Sunspot. Okay. I could be wrong. Because there, I think there are more than one kind of fire-esque guy, but that's what I think it is. And then um, the werewolf, I believe, is Blood Rain. Okay. Uh, and then the um, the blonde-haired girl who's Russian. Yes. She is magic, spelled with a K. Uh, okay. And she's the sister of Colossus, the famous. Oh yes. Metal. X-Men. Right. So, I know everyone was really wondering that, so... Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you to go into sort of the New Mutants backstory and how it connects to X-Men, so... Sure. Uh, this movie does not tie into the <laughs> so... Gotcha. Well, anyway, okay, so so that's... A, so, the, um, the magic character, um, she basically can make a... Uh, metal sword appear in place of her arm type thing and can fight with that. And can transport. Yeah, and yeah. teleport. Teleport, yeah. And she has a dragon. Yes. A very small dragon. Yeah. If you're looking for an explanation on powers or anything like that, <laughs> don't you don't get it in this movie. Which honestly is kind of refreshing to me. I didn't really care. Yeah. So, so, so basically you meet these characters... It's it's sort of color by numbers after that. It's like, okay, they learn about their powers. They start to develop some relationships. Then they realize they're being held in this facility, and it's more like a, 
a jail and they discover sort of some ulterior motives of the doctor who's running it. And then uh, it all culminates with them trying to trying to escape and and uh, uh, them sort of conquering their own fears about their their powers that they have and, and working together as a team to defeat big bad enemies and uh, find their happy ending. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's 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 basically it in a nutshell. Um, so Todd, what did you think? And is there anything at all that we should know about the New Mutants compared to this movie from comic book from sure. your comic book realm? Well, I will preface everything by saying I'm I'm not the biggest X Men fan, so okay. I don't know a whole lot. But to my understanding, and I'm sure if you know out there and I miss misspeak, then go ahead and correct me on fa- our Facebook page politely. Don't <laughs> insult me, or else. I don't really know. That's an empty threat. So the New Mutants, I think, are just basically what the name says. They're just younger mutants that either wound up at Xavier School or people went out and got. It's like basically, I think, eventually, from a comic standpoint, I know that like they wanted to create other teams of X-Men because you've been following this team and the roster gets bloated and stuff like that. And then they were like, well, let's just create other teams because there's other people out there with powers. So um, it's just a separate, you know, considered younger team or something like that. Same with like, I guess, like other factions like X-Factor and stuff like that. So gotcha. that's my loose understanding. I could be wrong. There could be way more to the story, but... Yeah. You don't really need to know any of that for this movie, right. honestly. So, how I feel about this movie is... It's not the best movie, but honestly, I thought it was pretty okay. Uh, which I... I didn't know what to think going into this movie, because it got delayed so much before it got released, and then coronavirus happened, and Disney bought Fox, and like all this stuff happened that takes place you know before this movie finally gets released and it's almost kind of a little discouraging it kind of took away from my movie experience because it's like no matter what you feel about this movie if you end up liking it and you want to see more of it it's not going to happen because like right because of deals and all that kind of stuff so that kind of sucked for me i'll say in the realm of x-men movies there's ton of X-Men movies that are worse than this. Uh, there's some trouble in the acting part of stuff. Like, how do you say her name? Macy? My, my, Maisie. Maisie? She has Maisie. a hard time with a Scottish accent, uh, which shows sometimes and then doesn't show sometimes, but that is the character. Like, one of her specific traits is that she is Scottish. Gotcha. Or Irish. Whatever. And... Um, you know, you mentioned that the guy from Stranger Things put on a real thick Kentucky accent, and it's just like sometimes really felt <laughs> forced. Um, so I mean, like, yeah, there's some, there's some acting wise, some stuff that just didn't fly right. But as far as like a story goes, I just really felt like this movie was so interesting because it wasn't a run of the mill paint by numbers kind of hero villain story or x-men story it's kind of it takes different um 
takes different points from different movies. At times, it's a horror movie. Yeah. At times, it's like girl interrupted about like, <laughs> uh, you know, some some people in a mental institution basically, and uh, it just like I found it a little bit refreshing. Of there's not like some world ending threat going on. It's like basically the severity of the situation is just contained to their little world. Right. Um, so there are other things that, that are not the movie's fault that frustrate me. This is like probably the third or fourth mutant X movie that referenced this thing called the Essex Corporation. And I feel like Fox was really slow playing this thing to really bust it out later. And now it's never going to happen. But the Essex Corporation, to my understanding, was led by this villain called Mr. Sinister, who I felt would be a very interesting movie villain. And I guess we're never going to see him at this point. So, But it's definitely like multiple movies reference this corporation that's been playing in the background through a lot of these movies like Logan... And some of the latest, later X-Men movies. And it's just never going to go anywhere. So that was, like, personally frustrating to me. But it's not, like, a huge distractor from the movie. It's not the movie's fault that that happened. Right. So, I'd say in general, like, if you were very interested in this movie, you like kind of thrillers, then go see this movie. Like, I don't I don't think it's that bad. It's not Oscar winner, or it's not, it's certainly not going to make a ton of money. But as far as, like movie about people with powers this felt kind of refreshing outside of even the weird acting choices that were made yeah so that's where i'm gonna end mine all right well uh before i get into my uh my feelings on this movie i would like to apologize to john david washington Mm. who is the protagonist of the last movie that we saw. Did we say his name we wrong? We said his name wrong. Well, what, we what said is, Isaiah what? David oh, Washington. Oh, that's a so. little racist. <laughs> we thought that guy's name would be Isaiah automatically. Yeah. So, sorry, uh, John David Washington, when you listen to our podcast uh, about your movie. Yeah. Don't tell uh, Denzel. I couldn't handle it if he was upset with me. Right. But um, if you want to contact us, I'll give you three dollars, and <laughs> we'll make amends that way. So uh, I don't offer any monetary apology. Yes, this is all on me. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so this is, believe it or not, this is the thirteenth X Men movie. Yes, that was made by Twentieth uh, Century Fox or whatever they're called studios. They were Twentieth Century Studios when this movie opened, but okay. I don't know if that's the rebranding or was that something before the sale? I don't know. Unknown. Unknown. But, uh, yeah, so Disney did buy it. I, I read a little something about this movie that they were thinking about making a trilogy of these new mutant uh, movies, which makes sense. The Essex Corporation and sort of setting things up for additional right. uh, films. Um. And when I was checking to see if there was an end credit scene, it even said that there was an end credit scene made. I'm sure there was. But they scrapped it because there's there's never going to be any there's more. There's no point to setting up right. the next movie because it's not going to happen. Right. So, so what did I think about it? Uh, well, uh, in hearing you talk about it, I, I do get the bit of refreshing... Um, 
sort of this this movie was more about self exploration uh the characters sort of finding out about themselves which is what you would expect in the first movie of a trilogy <laughs> about superheroes <laughs> but um yeah it wasn't uh okay the the world is falling to pieces there's a there's a massive earth d- destroying threat you're you're right about that and Thinking about it that way, I liked it more. Um, there was some some bad acting. There was some bad editing that yes. I noticed at different points. Like something would be happening, they would cut and cut back, and things would be things different. Would be different, yeah. yeah. I did notice that too. There was a, a few scenes like that, and and uh, and the accents came and went. So absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Overall, I enjoyed it. I like superhero movies. Um, it's it's not the greatest movie, but it is a little change, different change of pace from what we've gotten from the big epic superhero stories of the past few years with Avengers and all that. Yeah. Um, so I would say go see it. Go go give it a shot. Um, you may want to wait till it comes to streaming service or whatever. Um, no real reason to go out and see it in theaters. The the big effects aren't aren't that big that you need to see it on a big screen. Sure. But um, yeah, I, I'd say overall I liked it, and um, despite its flaws, it 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 uh it was a fun story. Yeah, I think as I'm working my way through my feelings about this, I think some huge distractors for it was that. You know, it did go through the death of Fox and stuff like that. And re- I've read a whole bunch of stories about reshoots and, and all this kind of stuff. Like, first they were trying to do, like you're saying, the trilogy or whatever. And then when everything got sold, they reshot it to be a standalone movie. And so I think, like, when you get all those reshoots involved, it's definitely going to be a, uh, a hot mess. Yeah. And then I also think, and this, you know, that may not be the movie's fault, but... My next point that I feel really pretty strongly about, there's some form of animal down a deer, maybe. It is a deer. That's not the movie's fault either. It just caught my attention. Yeah. Um, What is the movie's fault, though, is that I don't think it leans hard enough in any one direction. Like, if it wanted to be girl interrupted with powers, it should have just fully gone into girl interrupted with powers. Or if it wanted to be a horror movie, it should have gone fully into suspense horror movie it's like it wanted to like take from all these different things and also be a a kind of superhero movie so it wanted to take from all these things and like throw all this stuff into a pot and boil it up and then you're like oh this is good gumbo but right it just didn't it was bland because it didn't go far enough into one situation one spice to make it all nice and spicy or even one character i feel like they tried to develop each one of the characters and there was too many characters and they ran out of time and right exactly they could have just probably eliminated a character or two and just gone with with like three three heroes or whatever but yeah eh. i mean i do i definitely think there was something special here and it just got fumbled yeah through whatever reason fox being sold or i mean Anyone who's seen a Fox X-Men movie in the last eight to ten years would say they don't know a whole lot what they're doing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, Matt, how many force bubbles would you give this movie? Gotcha. 
Um, so yeah, force bubbles play quite a role in this. There's there's like a force field over the whole uh, facility that they're trying to eventually they're trying to escape from, and also the doctor can make force fields appear at yeah. certain places. She's a force bubbler. She's a force bubbler. Um, so zero to five force bubbles. I'm gonna go two point nine. Um, the the film has flaws for sure, um, but the story does carry it through a little bit, and I would say worth a watch, yeah. especially if you like superhero movies. So two point nine, slightly above average, not quite to that three good threshold, but but not not bad by any means in my book. Yeah, I think I'm at like a two point seven. Um... And honestly, it would be a lot higher with me if there weren't sloppy edits and bad acting. Like, sure. there's just something about the story that I really felt, like I said, I've said before, is special. And it just got fumbled. Like, I think if everything played out like it probably should have, and there weren't too many cooks in the kitchen, and <laughs> things just got messed up, I think there was something really cool could have happened with this movie. And I, I still think that a horror movie set in a superhero world would be really interesting. Yeah. But, you know, here we are. Here we so are. So I'm at 2.7. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we reviewed the movie The New Mutants, and we gave it an average grade of 2.8. Force bubbles out of five. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll keep making these for the uh, foreseeable future, and uh, that's that's what that's what we got. This is the X Men theme from the cartoon. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> da 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 da